Uh, with me right now is my son, the Hurricane, a 14 on their on their bio. They call themselves a 14-piece brass hop beast. Yeah, I like that word beast, especially when it comes <laughs> to a 14-piece band. With the mantra, anything worth doing is worth overdoing. <laughs> and I think when you're dealing with a band of this magnitude, uh, I think that's the word here. And we're going to get to that in just a minute. Band is based out of St. Catharines in Toronto. And uh, My Son the Hurricane first came to our attention here at SFM when somebody passed along a video of yours of you covering Metallica's For Whom the Bell Tolls. But as we dug a little bit further, we found that uh, My Son the Hurricane was far greater than a band with a clever cover version here. My Son the Hurricane mixes funk and jazz and hip-hop and rock, powered by a... Now, you have to correct me on this. Is it a seven-piece brass band with a six-piece conventional band? I don't think that adds up to 14. <laughs> and then, I, and I, then I, I, and as I was about to oh, put yeah, here, yeah, and, yeah, it, and, then, and it one charismatic MC. Mmm, nice. Yeah. Is that self-described? Did we describe <laughs> me as that? No, that's me doing Oh, okay, this. great. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Jacob and uh, Dano are here from the band. Welcome to the White House of Rock. Hello. Absolutely. Uh, a new album is on the way, coming out on June the 3rd. My birthday. Congratulations. Uh, we actually planned that. Yeah. <laughs> we tried, we, we we're going to have a, it now. You're going to play my a birthday party? A man? dual party. <laughs> I, you know, I have this dream that one day a band is going to play my party. You know what I mean? I'm going to have a big backyard grill, and a band is going to drop in. I'll have a bandstand hangout, and it's going to be a great backyard. You just need to invite your family to Club Absinthe in Hamilton, <laughs> and that can happen. <laughs> yes, the uh, My Son the Hurricane album launch is at Club Absinthe on June the 3rd. We're going to get to that in just a few minutes, but I want to talk about, yes, uh, the 14-piece Brass Hop Beast, as it were. 14 pieces. Look, at I've I've seen a lot of big bands with brass sections, and, and maybe the word brass section is, is not right in regards to this band because they're front line. Yeah, they're, they're head of the show. Yeah, we're a brass-driven band, so brass section almost implies that, you know, there we might be a different genre of music and brass just gets tossed in there, but uh, brass is, yeah, front stage center with me. Yeah, so many bands that we've seen that are similar to this kind of configuration is that there is there's the core band the the rhythm band and then brass is seen as an accompaniment except in the very best funk bands and all the rest they are integrated how does it work what is the dynamic of this band how does it work when it comes to writing songs and flushing out ideas so your typical band gets into a room and they start jamming together and they start coming up with ideas or maybe they have a seminal songwriter who comes in and shows them a tune. Yeah. We write everything on a little MIDI keyboard and then we, we hand out sheet music to everyone except for Jacob because he doesn't know what that's all about. That's jibber jabber <laughs> to me. <Yeah. laughs> and then, uh, so it starts coming together, I mean, really fast. So we know usually within the first 10 minutes if this song is going to fly or die and, uh, and that's, that's how she goes. Yeah, we're, uh, we're challenged by geography. You know, Dano and I are from Niagara here, but there's guys from Hamilton, there's guys from Toronto, and so the songwriting process can be a little uh, troubling from time to time. And the best solution that we've had is, yeah, write things out. Everybody, you know, aside from myself, obviously knows music uh, inside and out. It gets sent out, and then when we get together for rehearsal, it's not a, hey, check out this riff. It's a, let's play that song. Wow. Um, does you say you start writing musical ideas on midis? Does anybody from the from the horse the the horn section come in with an idea like that? Sure. So usually in the inception, it was myself and the Barry Sax player Nelson. And since his departure, he moved away to Owen Sound. It's uh, myself and one of the trumpet players, you and Divot. So yeah, basically they'll bring in tunes, or uh, I'll bring in tunes, and then Jacob is the last one to come in. So usually I'll give him 
I might give him a lyrical idea like 90s video games go and <laughs> that uh, sounds like a great <laughs> idea by the way <laughs> I love it <laughs> and this is how it begins <laughs> and then I just sprinkle the hip hop on top quite honestly you know and then there's some things that can change as the process goes on sometimes lyrics might uh, dictate a change in, in the way the song sounds or when it changes but um, like there is still some influence that uh, we can all have on the songs but as far as the writing process and its fundamental stages it's uh, it's kind of a, a one horse uh, buggy and I, th- and I think that people might be scared when they hear the word hip-hop, people who don't listen to hip-hop. But I think that we're a hip-hop band by default. You know, maybe we have spoken word over top, but we also have a singer, Sylvie. So there's melody on top of that. There's there's melody and harmony all over yeah, this. Yeah, there, there's a lot of different musical ideas. When I first heard you, I immediately thought of ska and the music that I first listened to when I was growing up. And it, there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of everything in My Son the Hurricane. That's the, the thing I love about the band the most, you know. The way that uh, I've really easily described it to people is we are uh, sort of the the blood, sweat, and tears of hip-hop. And I mean the band, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, David Clayton Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> or um, the Rage Against the Machine of brass music. <laughs> uh, listen, I, 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 I love it. I have to admit, the only way to really appreciate this band is to see you live. Um, it's a big band, 14 pieces. It took over what, eight months to do this record. Yeah, eight months in the studio. Yeah, eight months in the studio. So we are saying it's basically on when you get the new album, it's about it was about one track a month. So it was uh, a lot of work. It was a lot of work, and it, this is you know a lot of people do home recordings and stuff like that. We're not about that. We're about the old school way of going in the studio, fleshing it out, sleeping on the couches, <laughs> drinking a thousand cups of coffee, eating nonstop Mexican food. We even put some of the songs on tape, like we actually converted it to tape. There was some uh, really cool procedures that went on for this album that uh, we didn't have the opportunity to do before with anything else that we've done. Yeah, so one of our tunes called Roll With The Punches that we wanted it to have that 70s funk Chicago sound. Yeah. So one of the things we wanted was to put it onto two-inch tape just to warm it up and give it that that old vinyl feel. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that, that's, well... I hope I hope people appreciate that when they hear that song. What's it called again? Uh, Roll with the punches. Well, and, and truthfully, that's what the new album. You know, you'll notice that if anybody's ever listened to our our older stuff, you'll notice a big difference with the new album right out the gate. Uh, you know, we spent so much more time uh, in the production booth. We spent so much more time writing the songs. It's a it's a different experience altogether. And yet, when you play live, you make it look easy. <laughs> I, I really well, mean it, that. I really, I mean, my son, the hurricane to be seen is really a sight to behold. It really is. It just it just there's something really special about that sound that comes off the stage well it has a lot to do with those players because as the drummer uh i can tell you that it could very easily go off the rails so i mean the fact that these guys are uh, you know have such a pedigree yeah it, it really help, helps my position they really hold it down for sure and uh, you know they're playing the horn but they're also living the music they're up there dancing and, and we like to cut it up yeah. <laughs> actually it's a funny story when because we played at um, uh, the moose and goose Right, right. The last time we played Niagara, and I know you were there, Paulie, yep. and it was really funny. We were on stage before we went on stage. I had the unfortunate misfortune of watching a bunch of uh, like, there's a band Dillinger Escape Plan. I watched a bunch oh, of yeah. Dillinger Escape Plan videos before we went on stage, and so the music hit, and I went like straight to eleven on the dial right away. <laughs> yeah. It was rough. Yeah, and you got to come in with an edge after watching that. After a few songs, my stomach started to turn. And I had to make a quick trip to the washroom. And that's when I ran into you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that's Needless to say, it was great to see you despite my, uh, my, my what I was feeling in the moment. Yeah, <laughs> and if you would have found me, I would have been on stage treading water. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, this is great. You've got the new record coming out on June the 3rd. Uh, once again, uh, is this what you want? Is this what you want? And uh, you're going to be playing live uh, at Club Absinthe on June the 3rd. What else is planned? And we have in town, in St. Catharines, we have June 24th at L3 and June 25th at Lee's Palace in Toronto. Those are the closest dates. And we have uh, we have a tour that's going out to the East Coast and we're through Quebec and oh. uh, New Brunswick. And I think we're up to around uh, Antigonish and places like that for some festivals. So it's basically the festival circuit, which any musician can tell you is summer camp yeah it's yeah. your chance to go out and see your friends who you haven't seen on the circuit all year because we've been making records or you know living day jobs getting through like, winter getting through winter and it's time for us to go out and ignore our lawns and uh <laughs> well, i already have get away lines. from that suburban slack and life yeah right? totally yeah. exactly <laughs> i'm just gonna dive away from the north end for a little while and uh we're gonna live it up when you tour, do you go? On, do you have a tour bus? We take. We have to take two vehicles. I bet. It's just, just total. It's just total <laughs> anarchy. Uh, we're we are fortunate that we we make it work. It, logistically, it, anyone who would start a band like this would have to be insane. We get it a lot. A lot of times, uh, agents, management, they'll be like, "Oh, you know, you really like your sound. The size is foolish, though. How do you get around?" And we're like, "We know. <laughs> we yep. make it work. We make it work." <laughs> but that's and I think that's it because it's been. Uh, it's been seven years now, and I've been joking that this band is just a ten-year, one-night stand. It, w <laughs> it was supposed to be a one, a one-off show with this big band and see how it went, but it's really, uh, it's blossomed. And the fact that we keep doing it, keep producing records, and keep producing singles and videos, and people are are thrilled that we haven't you know strangled each other yet not yet we've had that uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's coming <laughs> we're going all we're going out to the east coast uh, exactly uh i i never did ask you the very simple question how did this all begin uh so so nelson who uh, like i said is no longer in the group um played baritone sax and he was playing me some new orleans style brass music sure and you know i'm a, I'm a kid from sault st marie and i had uh I never heard anything like it, and um, being a sideman for my living, playing drums for other people, I thought, oh my god, this is what I need to be doing. So we started going about putting together a band, I used to jokingly call it O'Shea's Eleven, and it was going to be, you know, and have a few brass players, and the problem was we made this big list, and as we kept asking people, people kept saying yes. And so it kept expanding, and then by the end we thought, well, we have to get someone to front this who's not going to just disappear into the wallpaper. And then I thought, Oh man. I know a guy. I know this guy. Hi <laughs> diddly ho. <laughs> I got to know these guys, um, primarily Dano and Nelson, because they played in a band called the Morantz Project that played here at the Mansion House every Friday. And at that time in my life, that was the thing to do. You go to the, the Mansion House. There was a bunch of rappers, oddly enough, that I used to hang out with at the time, and we'd all hang out in the back. And uh, we'd start these cipher circles, which is just a circle of rappers. If you ever see like a gaggle of rappers hanging around, don't worry, they're not up to no good. They're just rapping. <laughs> and that's what we used to do. That's how I got to know these guys. Wow, that's great. Well, listen, looking forward to the new record. Uh, and of course, uh, on, out on the road, all those shows, we're going to list them on hitsfm.com right below the video that you see here now. Thanks, guys. Killer. Thank you. Thank you.